John Briggs Consultancy, leading Australia's reconciliation and Indigenous engagement journey. As a leading specialist in his field of training, consulting and facilitation, John has an exceptional talent for bringing each participant, organisation and audience along on a journey of discovery. He is a master of building cultural safety with any group. John works with audiences of all levels and backgrounds, from senior executives to students and educators. He covers political, legislative and economic pillars to help participants gain a better understanding of Indigenous governance in a holistic framework. John Briggs Consultancy is the exclusive provider and subject matter expert around Indigenous engagement for Coles nationally and he's delivered more than 180 presentations for them since 2011. If you want to find out more about John Briggs Consultancy, please go to www.johnbriggs.net.au or call John Direct on 0417 003 From Claire Field and Associates, I'm Claire and I'm pleased that you could join me for this episode of What Now, What Next? Insights into Australia's tertiary education sector. This is episode 24 of the podcast, almost at our quarter century. And I almost called this one, You Can't Poach an Egg Online. I'm joined on the podcast today by Katrina Hyam, Head of Training and Education at the Restaurant and Catering Industry Association. Katrina has deep expertise in both the hospitality and tertiary education sectors, and she's bringing all of that, plus her natural enthusiasm and creativity, to help steer RCA members through the coronavirus crisis and out the other side. If you're working in an area where online education on its own won't be enough for your learners, you'll find Katrina's insights useful. What do you do when you can't poach an egg online? If you're interested in micro-credentials and the opportunities they may offer your learners, then this podcast is also well worth a listen. And finally, even if none of the above is directly relevant, but you want to spend a bit of time listening to someone with a passionate, glass almost full perspective during these difficult times, then you'll also enjoy this one. Anyway, enough from me. Here's Katrina. It's a great pleasure to have Katrina Heim from Restaurant and Caterers Australia uh, join me on the podcast this week. Um, Katrina, you're heading up the uh, Restaurant and Caterers Association's um, RTO. You're the Head of um, Education and Training. I think I've probably mangled your title. Um, Why don't you uh, fill us in on who you are and what kind of range of different roles you've had in the sector? Yeah, sure. Thank you very much for having me, Claire. Um, I'm very excited to be here. Uh, yes, I am a chef by trade. 
and I started my apprenticeship in fine dining Italian, which is always very exciting, and um, worked in some really amazing establish- establishments around Melbourne. Um, and then decided that after owning my own cafe for a few years with my husband, that I wanted to get into training and looking after apprentices and after having my own staff, sort of being able to give them like a vision and wisdom and why you want to stay in the industry. So um, I started becoming a trainer and assessor for a few uh, small private RTOs and ended up managing um, an RTO here in Melbourne. And um, was lucky enough to move to Sydney with my family, um, a little bit of a, a, a beach change and, and get up into Sydney and uh, work for TAFE New South Wales and Le Cordon Bleu uh, with varying degrees of roles, anything from obviously training and assessing um, into helping them put uh, qualifications on scope. So that was, that was an amazing experience and I loved working at both of them in Sydney. Um, and then after a few years, we decided to move back to Melbourne. I have a young family and, and we wanted to spend some more time with the, the grandparents. And um, I ended up at Australian Training Products, which is a division of the IPSA Group. And I was the commercial operations manager for two years, which is where we met. Um, and then at the beginning of this year, I was asked to move across to restaurant and catering and head up their training and education uh, department of the association, uh, which is very exciting. And it kind of feels a little bit about coming uh, like a round circle, starting off as a chef and now working for the association that uh, looked after my career is pretty awesome. Fantastic. And it is a a bit about uh, coming full circle. Now, given that we're recording this right in the middle of uh, industry lockdowns and, you know, shutdowns right across Australia, and obviously the hospitality sector has been one of those hardest hit by the the restrictions imposed to to tackle the coronavirus, We've seen, you know, in all our neighbourhoods, cafes and restaurants pivoting to takeaway and home delivery services. I wonder, have you seen any other forms of innovation amongst um, RCA members? And what about in terms of the training providers like you providing services to the sector? How are, how are you innovating? Oh, there's so many amazing members doing amazing things. And um, Claire, as you know, I say awesome and amazing a lot, Um, but they really are. There are members that um, as soon as obviously Corona hit and as soon as the restaurants are starting to close, um, regathered themselves and really pivoted their businesses to ensure that they could keep their staff on, keep their businesses turning over and obviously um, being able to meet their obligations. And we've seen some of them, um, the chefs getting in the kitchen and doing video recordings of what they're cooking for the week and then sending that out to their database saying, order now, this is what chef's cooking for you this week. And we've seen another um, member um, down on the Mornington Peninsula, he's doing uh, like virtual parties for his clients and customers and going out and delivering the portions of food to a group of friends and then them all meeting on the Zoom that he's putting together 
so that they can all eat at the same time the same meal and have that style of still being together and having the same food, but um, obviously sitting in their own homes. So there's some amazing things. I mean, we've just uh, launched the Eat Alone Together um, as part of a global movement, actually. It's not just restaurant and catering. Is um, looking after local business and making sure that we're ordering from our local um, Indian restaurant or Greek restaurant or fish and chips or whatever you have in your local area and supporting small business, um, obviously through these extraordinary times. So it's really, really exciting um, to see some of the members and a lot of them are doing that, pivoting, sending out thank you notes, um, obviously jumping on to, to apps if it suits their business. Um, it's very exciting for, yeah, watching hospitality pivot the way that they are. Um, and then with RTOs, I've seen quite a few things with RTOs um, popping up. Obviously, online delivery has become massive um, and big organizations and even like the big universities moving their entire cohorts online is a huge undertaking um, and making sure that obviously every box is ticked along the way and people are able to access um, the internet. Some people are obviously only face-to-face. So moving online has been um, a, a huge thing that I've seen in the RTO space. Um, we as restaurant and catering are really pushing ahead uh, with our micro-credentialing space um, and making sure that whilst uh, hospitality um, employees and business owners are not working at the moment, that they've got training that is accessible um, and affordable uh, that they can really undertake whilst they're sitting at home as well. So our, our focus has obviously been these micro-credentials, um, which is a, a very exciting space to be in at the moment. And um, one of the, the micro-credentials we've been working on over the last few days is uh, the COVID-19 hospitality best practice response and really putting together something that is hospitality relevant in bite-sized chunks of information so that it's not a a five-hour online course. That's not the purpose of micro-credentialing to really support our industry and get them back online and get them back in front of customers and get them back training with the support of restaurant and catering through this micro-credential. So it's been some, yeah, it's only been six, seven weeks. It's it's a very exciting space to be in because there's so much change and adapting as we go. So oh, lots it's, of things it's, happening. I- I love your enthusiasm, uh, <laughs> Katrina. Uh, there's a lot of people who would say it's stressful, it's scary, and it is all of those things. But it it, is. in any crisis, there are also opportunities and uh, and great chances to to innovate. And your enthusiasm, if we could bottle it, it would get the whole country through the, <laughs> through the crisis. So you've touched a bit on micro credentials, and I want you to tease that yes. out a bit for me. But I but I also wanted to ask you, there is quite a degree of scepticism in parts of the vet sector about online learning and particularly for a you know fairly hands-on um, industry like hospitality. Could you unpack a bit about that? Um, what are the limits of, of online? Will we go back fully to face-to-face for everything once we pass through this crisis? And then uh, tell us a bit more. I think you've got something pretty exciting to, to share in terms of the, the work that you're doing at the moment. Mm, so, look, 
Hospitality is such um, an unusual uh, thing to deliver online. I absolutely agree. I mean, you can't poach an egg um, online. You can't um, uh, you can't fillet a fish online. You can watch the videos, but actually doing the motions of it and learning from someone in a face to face environment. I completely agree um, that that is not. Um, that is not the way that I think that hospitality learns. Hospitality uh, learners are generally tactile, holistic people, getting your hands in there, really tasting and understanding flavors. You cannot do that by watching a video. Um, the, the, I think that moving out of this, um, obviously, point of our lives with coronavirus and moving back into training, I think that there will be a lot more online and less face-to-face. But when you do do those face-to-faces, it will be a very powerful session as opposed to being there all day and, and being at the, the school or the training organization all day. I think there'll be sort of bursts of learning again, but in face-to-face environment. And then the online will set itself up to support that. Um, I think that the blended approach is is going to stay um, and and the people will start to understand how to utilize online learning much better um, than what we currently are. This is a whole new world. Everybody's experiencing it. I mean, Zoom, everybody's just taken off and jumped on Zoom as quickly as they could and they've jumped onto Google Classrooms and um, Moodle platforms and Cloud Assess platforms and all of that as quickly as they've they they have been able to huge learning curve huge learning curve um i think that um in our space i think in hospitality and the way that again restaurant and catering are looking at it is that we are really um pushing towards bespoke individual um, micro credentials and i know that term is bandied around all the time this my i'm getting a micro credential and a digital badge and does how does this all fit into it i believe that micro credentials and digital badging and all these bursts of learning need to be taught by experts and developed by experts restaurant and catering's vision is to create an ecosystem of learning for hospitality that is not competency based it's proficiency-based. They will come on and do a uh, micro-credential in menu writing, something that's really specific, really quite bespoke, and finding those experts in the industry that can help and make their experience online amazing. And working with some um, uh, amazing resource companies and amazing Australian platforms to really enhance that experience so that they come on and do menu writing, they get these videos, and then they go away and they have to do um, a type of assessment that is also then marked by the expert. It's not marked by obviously a um, trainer and assessor that does a lot of different skill sets. It's marked by the person that has actually written the course. So they're going away writing a menu that they're putting in their restaurant. They're writing the menu for the season so that they're really getting quite bespoke in the expertise that they have. Then from that menu writing uh, micro-credentialing, 
they can then go and, and do one on seasonality and producers and they'll go and speak to people like the amazing ladies at Straight to the Source and they will go and connect with the producers and have a tour so that you're having that online experience and online learning with a face-to-face, um, hands-on getting out into the farm, you're working with straight to the source on not only the um, online component, you're also working with straight to the source and you're going out and experiencing that farm so that you've got the best of both worlds because you can't just do hospitality online. It's not possible and and we have seen that in the way that VET has moved our Cert 3s and Cert 4s for that uh, face-to-face making online preparation observations, they've moved all of that to the back end of the qualification so they could teach the theory whilst we were in coronavirus. So micro-credentialing and this ecosystem that um, restaurant and catering are developing is that there will be so many micro-credentials in this ecosystem that it won't just be chefs and back a house, there'll be Um, customer service for chefs, customer service post-COVID-19. There will be um, hands-on, mixture of hands-on and online delivery with Australian pork where you can go and learn and then go and experience so that you've got the best of both worlds and those hours count to the assessment for the micro-credential. So it's really, really interesting because we're doing something different to others Micro-credentials normally are this completely online experience that you can obviously do at any time and they're also very, very good, but they don't work just for hospitality. We need that blended micro-credential of that holistic tactile component and still the online learning that chefs can turn on their computer at 2 a.m. when they've just got home from service and say, I really want to learn about costings because tomorrow my boss has asked me to come up with a brand new menu and and I've got the menu, but I don't know how much it costs and I can't remember. They can jump on, do the start of the micro-credential and then use their learning experience in the field as part of their assessment, which is just, (laughs) you can hear my excitement because it's a really exciting space to be in and having that opportunity um, to to do this with restaurant and catering is just it's it's phenomenal, and I can hear your enthusiasm, and I think <laughs> you to be applauded. Well, to be applauded for it. So, if I was to summarise, essentially, what you're you've taken this opportunity of the COVID nineteen and the the impact that it's had to really rethink what it is that restaurant and caterers offers to its members and I assume that you'll continue to offer the formal training that you currently do for people coming into the industry looking for you know commercial cooking and other qualifications but in addition to that what you've realized is you can offer a a blend of online and uh, in in the workplace assessment and um, training which is specifically relevant to people working in your industry to help them improve on what it is that they're doing. I think that's um, that's a fantastic uh, set of changes that you that you're introducing from from the from an outside to the to the hospitality sector. 
Yeah, thank you. I think, and, and restaurant and catering will always, um, offer, uh, the, the, the traditional vet courses. Um, but I think where we can really excel and work with the big TAFEs and work with like the TAFE New South Wales, they are experts in doing certificate three in commercial cookery. And we can really, um, then complement that with the micro credentialing and with the ecosystem that we're looking at is then becoming that bespoke, um, solution to the industry where the expertise can really start being defined by coming to rest. You do your cert three at TAFE New South Wales or Box Hill or William Anglis or whatever. And then when you're getting in it and you're wanting to start becoming an expert in Italian cuisine or an expert in you want to become a sous chef and you're moving to head chef, you can come and do the, the bursts of learning or the micro credentialing with us to really hone your skills and then that's what we can then offer to our members so that they can then move forward and, and obviously not members as well, but um, to really start working with the industry at a whole new expertise or an expert level. Fabulous. So you're really helping to professionalise and, uh, and build the, the capability right across the sector. Absolutely. And inspire them, make them excited, make them want to learn. I mean, chefs and front of house and bar staff always, uh, we are continually educating and um, learning and, and understanding new concepts and new ways of doing different cocktails and drinks and, and, and um, experiences and, and everything. But we really don't look at it as um, learning. We're just like, this is what we do as part of the industry where we are constantly developing, we're constantly multitasking. And to be able to be recognized for that in a micro-credential would be fantastic. Katrina, you're um, making me keen to go out and, uh, and, and dine out again. Uh, and, um, and, and someone who worked in hospitality many, many years ago to put myself through uni. <laughs> I think the more chefs that do customer service, let alone be nice to your wait staff, uh, the better for everybody working in the industry. That's just my personal view. Um, I completely listen- agree. <laughs> It has been terrific as always to chat. I wish you all the very best. I can't wait to see how this uh, program that you're putting together uh, rolls out. We might get you back on the on the podcast down the track to talk us through um, how it's gone and what the take-up's been and which are the particular micro-credentials that are having real traction. Uh, in the meantime, thank you very much for, for making the time available. No problem. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. And with that, we're almost at the end of another episode. If you have any suggestions for future episodes, then do get in touch. You'll find me on Twitter at Seafield and Associates. I'm on LinkedIn. And you can also find Clearfield and Associates on Facebook. Lastly, don't forget to rate and review us wherever you get your podcast from. And thank you again for joining me for this episode of What Now? What Next? Insights into Australia's tertiary education sector.